of the morning to everybody. Top of the morning to you, James. Good to see you. I am very excited today. I'll give a little hint as to this uh, episode and soon to be series. When somebody 20 years ago would have said to me, culture in the workplace, I would have said, culture? Who's bringing in yogurt? You get it? Yogurt culture? Come on. I, I get it. I don't have to like it, but I get it. That's, do you like any of my yeah. jokes? I don't think nobody does, but anyway. It's on par. Hey, it's on par. It's good to see you, brother. It's good to see you. Well, you're in a little bit of a different uh, environment. This looks to me to be like one of your offices at headquarters. It is. It is. Um, look, though, I'm fully branded up here. I like it. I am. I'm in the office this week. Uh, I don't know when this episode will air exactly, but uh, we did have a little weather come through North Texas this past week. Uh, and we incurred a little bit of damage at the house, had some windows blown out. Uh, lots lots, of, lots of hell. Lots of hell. Biggest, um, biggest satellite dish, though. That's your lifeblood, yeah. your internet. And I tell you, you tried to. Uh, I did everything I could. We we made a mockery of this week, I think, uh, doing the best we can, um, but we're safe, you know, thankfully. Uh, no issues there. We're working through it, so it is what it is, but I'm in the office this week, so. Uh, but, Jimmy, I'll tell you some of the coolest parts, and, you know, I don't recommend anybody being in this situation, but uh, you reached out to me, um, I mean, so many people reached out to me this week just to check on me and see if I need anything, whether it was work or not. Um, just it, it said so much about our culture at yeah. energy world net. And I know that's what this series is about. And honestly, Jimmy, it's what my role is about now at energy world net. Well, well it is, you had a role change recently and you're now our chief cultural officer, which is, uh, and it's such an important, role and purpose that you have right now it's a it's a lot of responsibility um i, I will say that was some something that we don't take very very lightly um i'm sure some people are out there scratching their head a little bit going is that is that a real title did y'all make that up uh, we did title. and yeah. we made it up um it's real now no but um uh, people ask me like what so what does that even mean and and really uh, the the best way to kind of bring it to life for some people is really that um we've realized how important our culture is our people are um and we we want to we want to make sure it has a seat at the table if you will at a sure. corporate level so that it impacts every decision that we make not, it's not the back burner thing that we check it against later. It's it's an active part of, of the decisions we make. Culture is driven at, at a corporate level. Yeah. And and that's that's a lot of influence, a lot of impact. And so, um, you know, we kind of got here by taking our lumps and, and like everybody else and really working through it. But what I'm hoping is this series, kind of the why behind this series is, what can we give people some action that they can take to start getting this thing moving, you know? And um, I think we can do that. We've had some awesome guests on that I can't wait to have back and some new ones that, that we've never had on to really bring life to some of these points. Um, I've been speaking on this topic, kickstarting a culture, which yep. teaser alert, that's, yeah. that's what our series is going to be called. Um, and I speak on these points out in public, but 
what what we'd like to do is really bring some folks in to um, bring those to life and not just be, you know, the echo chamber that is Jim and James. Yeah, and I think, you know, James, let me just give a thought here that, you know, we've been in the pandemic for two years now, and I think the pandemic has got, actually opened up a lot of thought and awareness in our workplace. And I remember a time when somebody would say, you know, you have an issue at home, hey, leave it at the door at 8 a.m. You can pick it back up at five o'clock, but while you're here, clear your mind, just be, you know, work focused. That was a reality, and I'm not joking, 10 years ago, I, people, I may have said that to people. And now when I think about it, that is so anti where we are now because we want the best for people all the way through. Absolutely. Um, and it's weird. I, I bet for a lot of people and a lot of organizations out there that the pandemic was the catalyst to, to the culture discussion, right? Here's the, here's the good news, bad news, everyone. You, your culture is being made right now, whether you're an active part or not. Yeah. Um, yep. So you can get involved and and uh, affect positive change within that culture, or you cannot, and it will be shaped either way, either by your action or inaction. Okay, so all I'm I'm all for the pandemic being a catalyst for some organizations. Some people needed their hands forced. Yeah, I will say that we were blessed at Energy World that. Um, to have started on this culture journey for a while now. Yeah. And I won't say that the pandemic wasn't a catalyst for us as well, because in a way it was. Um, but if we hadn't started that journey two, three years before and really got involved, I can't imagine what the pandemic would have been like and what still what it would be like right i mean we're not out of it we're coming up you know to two years of it right and the groundwork that we had laid going into it um i i think really drove home how important it was when we where we stand now when we look back at it that is what made us so successful during this pandemic yeah we were flexible yeah we had things in place but if our culture wasn't supported, I bet there were cultures out there that absolutely imploded. Yes. Because they were built on old data and lagging indicators, and they weren't an active part of their own cultures. And after it blew up, they had to get to work. And if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. Either way, again, right. your culture is being sh shifted, right, and shaped. And so if that's what it took to get involved, amen to that. But for us personally, we were on that journey. Um, and and it, it almost created more of a bonding experience for us because we were, look, we became more, more vulnerable. Don't get me wrong, Energy World Net did. Um, and I would say a lot of us did, society. Yeah. We talked about mental health this past two years more than I've ever seen anything talked about. Open. And that, that's a big, again, I'll take that catalyst all day long if that's what it means we're going to begin that conversation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear culture permeate our industry. 
um, other industries, uh, just be a natural conversation. I'll tell you internally, myself, that was a big turning point for me is when it would come up in conversation and it wasn't me talking, you know, like it, I, for a long time, and we'll talk about that later when we talk about kind of putting this thing into action. For a long time, I was the person saying culture, or I was the person beating the drum, or I was the one doing the, the thing, the culture widget, you know, whatever that is. I was the one making it, and I was the one living it out, and I was trying to implement it. But when that dialogue shifted, and I heard it out of other people's mouths more than my own. And I kind of got to step back a little bit and go, "Yeah, now we're talking, right? The pandemic really pushed us in that direction. Well, and, and look at everything in the marketplace, some of the, the key indicators. Two and a half, three years ago, when we went to conferences and sat in on sessions, we were talking about hardware, regulators, valves, uh, infrastructure, integrity. You didn't hear a lot of, you know, subjects on mental health. You didn't hear subjects on culture, positive culture in the workplace. You didn't hear a lot of those. And now they're like, you, James, have been sought out by at least two or three, four organizations to give your presentation on that because of that. And I think so many people are seeing it. And I think the other thing I wanted to mention, it almost goes back to our, our Steve Allen PSMS type of thing where Steve says all the time, you know, getting started in, on a PSMS journey is easy because you're already doing a lot of things you may not be aware of it. It's just like taking those pieces and putting them together. And I view the culture the same thing. We got all the, the backbone and got all the pieces. It's just being now more proactive and brave to say, this is great. This is great. This is great. And they come together. Am I, am I right? Well, it goes back to what I was saying. It's just getting involved, right? I mean, again, you can shape your culture by you know, the the amount of activity or lack thereof right, right. so that if you're having troubles within your groups your, your organization your leadership whatever that subgroup is i promise you step back it's probably rampant everywhere else um so are you really involved in that portion i mean or are you kind of letting it work oh it works itself out that's just I mean, yeah it does doesn't always mean good, right? So, you know, being an active part is huge, um, you know, and and that's what I hope these points will, will lead us to. Like, breaking them down this way has helped me too because I can go back. Everybody wants to know how we're going to get there. You know, what's the cheat code? What's the bad news? There's not one, Okay. But there's a roadmap, though, right? There is. Uh, we can send you down the path, path. but it, it just just like safety culture, it's a journey, not a destination, right? Yeah. I mean, it's continuous improvement. It's checking it in. Ends. It's having really rough conversations all the time, and you know, but but again, actively curating that culture is the difference maker. Uh, you can lay back and you can say, "Oh, that's for big organizations," or whatever but at the end of the day your inaction will say as much as your action does you know so it's really finicky and again just i'll go back to what i said before about my position in particular having that thought process at a corporate level corporately funded you know an active participant in all departments because it's corporate 
That's our commitment to culture. Okay. It's not something we take lightly. We're going to work. Yep. No, I, I, I peril that thought and I just gets back to my mind. I keep going between the proactive and reactive, you know, a dormant or proactive. And, you know, one of the steps I'm thinking about, and we talk about this a lot, a lot of the subjects that we talk on are very applicable in the workplace, but a lot of people could start in their homes and understand this at a grassroots level, what it is, you know, cause some people might not be that comfortable talking about it. it it's an area that is, you know, it, it's, you know, if we're going to talk about something in the industry, integrity for pipelines, oh, well, let's talk about it all day, but we're talking about a soft skill or a culture. People might, can I talk about that? Well, okay. and I'll, I'll, I'll strip that down a little bit further. Jimmy is culture is an HR activity. Okay. Okay. And, and, and it, absolutely. People. Right. And that, that's why I'm kind of saying it is um, that some of our culture is really stripping that back and going, HR is not the bad guy. We are not the fun police. We are not out to get you. We work for you. Um, you know, and some of that misconception out there, you know, is really some of we have to work on, but you're right in our industry. That's your first thought is, uh, well, you want us sitting around on bean bags and, you know, <laughs> uh, with a froyo bar, you know, like I don't know, like what does that even mean? And all we're really saying is, we're we're gonna build something awesome that people want to go to, do business with, that invites a ton of talent. Yeah, because we're gonna balance it. We're going to take everything into account. We're gonna make it inclusive. We're going to embrace diversity, you know, whatever, whatever thing um, we we're going to, we're going to be a part of that discussion with our people and, and put it out there and go to work, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And, you know, James, I have a full disclosure. You, you are a left brain and a right brain type of person. You know, you head up over the brand division, right. But you also head up over the HR. And when I first heard you and I are friends, so I know you, I'm like, James is over HR, you know, and then, you know, you and I talked about it and the part, the passion that you have is the onboarding, the, the growing within the company, you know, the, all the experiences and all those things. Uh, I, I guess I'm sharing my thoughts with you and those are the things that you believe in. And it took being very brave for you to say, I want HR because you know, I want to bring all those good things into it. And uh, Jimmy, I'll go back to something that I said, right? like as I started this journey myself towards the position I'm in now is I didn't even know where I was headed, you know, like yeah. I yeah. knew kind of what it felt like and where I wanted to go. But um, when I was charged with really curating our brand, you know, as VP of brand, my struggle was, was that if I was going to maintain the image and the brand of this company, then I needed to understand how people were onboarded and offboarded within our company. Sure. Because our biggest champions live within our walls, right? And if people are coming on and I don't know what they're saying or how they're acting, and secondly, if people are leaving and I don't know why, how and how we can fix it, um, that's a that's a gap right and yeah. so it then it developed into a bigger discussion because really my passion ended up being more so of people um it is that's what i realized and 
and connecting folks and, and, and making that magic happen. And, and so when I leaned in there, then it kind of started to gather a name and that name was culture. Yeah, yeah. no, it makes sense. And uh, just an example. I mean, I think back to the past, I, I can't tell you how many times over the last 20 years or 30 years where, you know, you join an organization and somebody says, well, welcome to the circus, you know, and they're not saying that meanly, but they're like, it's great, you know, and you're like, okay, so then the next person comes on board and I would say, hey, welcome to the circus, as opposed to, you know, think about, you know, welcome to, you know, something, you know, circus can give a little bit of a different connotation, correct? Yeah, it's some of that tone conversation. Jimmy, why don't we do that? Why don't we why don't we walk through these points for everybody? That'll end up be the the episodes because I think okay. that'll bring this thing to life. Is let's walk through these, and and this is straight stolen straight from my presentation, Jimmy. Like which which you're giving Kickstarter culture. Yeah, I'll be doing it twice. I think here in the next month. Um, and then we're on a couple more agendas as well. I'm Are happy you going to, to do it more if more people on the. Uh, so I know a guy. Jimmy knows a guy. I know a guy. So hit me up yeah. if you're interested in that. So so That's all of my reason. yeah all of my presentations always end with like uh, walking away with action, right? Like okay, this is great in theory. But I want to go home and put it into play, right? So that's kind of what we're thinking about this series is giving you something to take home. Think seven habits when we did that one. Yep. We're going to focus on one topic and get, get moving. So here we go. Okay. Number one, Jimmy, is first off, you just got to get started. I, I feel like a, a broken record on this because I use it almost all of mine is nothing gets done without getting started. And we get locked in a lot of us, especially um, big thinkers, you know, creatives, um, arrangers. If you're a strength finder person, we can get lost in the planning. You know, we got to think of every scenario, devil's advocate, those types of folks. We get, I mean, just inundated and paralyzed. Yes. By an action, right? Like we just, well, we got to, we got to make it perfect. And honestly, it's overrated. Um, unless it's heart surgery, um, done is b better, you know, than nothing. Uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's really, let's get moving because you know what's going to happen, Jimmy? Uh, they'll tell you, whoever your audience is, whoever you're delivering this product to, this culture to, guess what? They'll they tell you. They'll give you feedback. That's what people do. Yeah. Uh, now, you may, at the beginning, you may have to go out and beg for it because your culture doesn't support it. But the reality is, if you don't get started, people aren't, they could give you ideas all day long and you, you get stymied, stymied by it. Right. So this allows us to get moving. So get out there, get moving. Best Number time. One. What do they say? The best time to plant a tree is yesterday, 20 years ago and today. Right. I mean, uh, so let's get started. Um, number two, there are going to be a lot of tough discussions in curate, curating this culture because um in order to know where you're headed you got to know where you're at and for for us we started with something and i call it the stay interviews um uh, i think that's a normal term yeah this is, but 
uh, really, we were we we started with that, like that to to almost audit ourselves and create a baseline. Let's look across the entire organization and find our gaps and our weaknesses, and let's not wait until people walk out the door to do an exit interview. Let's do it while they're here, and that creates an amazing baseline. And okay. in the right, like it says a lot when you can come back and fix people's everyday problems. You know, and really, that's what it turned out. That's the wild part, Jimmy, is we did stay interviews after stay interview. And the biggest thing for some people might have been not having a subscription that they needed. In their world, that was what you, kept them up at night. It, it slowed them down, and they wanted to be a high performer like they were. And, you know, and and it was a five-minute fix, and it changed the world. Yeah. Um, and, and we acted, but it doesn't matter what the result is. It's, it's, if you're going to go out and ask the questions, you better be ready to act as if you're going to go ask the questions and go, that's not really the answer I wanted. Too bad. People right. are going to quit answering. Right? right. So prepare. Number two is preparing yourself for those brutal facts types of conversations, because you're going to have them and you're going to have to have them. And you're going to have to get comfortable. You know, Brene Brown says it's only awkward for about eight minutes, uh, eight seconds. Okay. Getting through that eight seconds so that you can really get down to what needs to be worked on. You're going to have okay. a lot of those conversations. Um, this one kind of goes hand in hand, but number three is being real and vulnerable, you know, present in the moment, processing it. You mentioned it about the pandemic we we thought we had it all figured out and we had to figure it all out again you know because you're right like forever we'd said check it at the door buddy um you know you need to leave that at the baggage claim over there yeah. by hr pick it up on your way out um that wasn't an option um and so we had to have some tough conversations again brutal conversations about just mental health and leadership going I don't think I'm burnt out because I don't ever go to an office and I work and then I don't really have a turnoff time and I work some more, you know, like those types of things that got us through some moments. Definitely. I know it did me, <clears throat> but it's hard though. It's hard to be vulnerable like that. It takes a lot of trust and respect of everybody that you're with to do that. I remember a moment, and I know nobody would care if I mentioned it, but I'll keep it, um, you know, vague. But we had we had an employee that that had a little one at home, and she, uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, everything was bananas. Everybody was buying, and you know, everything, and formula was one of those things. I don't know if oh, you yeah. remember it, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she just posted on on water cooler and was like. I'm kind of scared, you know, about formula and our people went to work, man. We have people all over. I mean, I'll head to Walmart now, you know, like everyone just activated and I sat back and I was like, that's culture. That's real. Yeah. All right. And that was huge, huge moments like that. So finally creating a culture where you can be real and vulnerable. That's huge. That's brave, right? Yeah. It is being brave. Uh, Jimmy, you mentioned one earlier about, uh, you know, welcome to the circus, buddy. You know, like that that negative kind of um, 
dialogue that we use sometimes self-deprecating you know yeah. i we, we know we're a good company look we're successful we're doing good things we're hiring a bunch of people we've got a lot of clients but the, to just soften the blow sometimes where we don't maybe knock it out of the park we kind of joke about well, you know it's the ewn way or something you know what i mean whatever yeah. your organization is um again that's words are seeds they are they're very and they powerful. add up you know and and over time we joke about it like you hear that and then it becomes your joke and the other two people that were training next to you and then when you're training the next batch of 10 that came in welcome to the circus buddy um it's it's an easy such an easy change you know changing words like agnostic into inclusive you know and yeah. things like that it's it, there's nothing wrong it's just creating a more positive vibe words are seeds words are seeds that's yeah. what i just tell myself words are seeds um so changing your tone really is that one so we'll, we'll bring somebody on we'll talk about that number five is my favorite and number if five. if i was going to tell you something right now that changed your life and this this is the one man um starting where you have influence talk about that a little bit more that, that's an important one too isn't I, it? I think so too and for multiple reasons which we'll talk about in the last one is where you have the most influence a lot of the time starts with you right so we can be the example we can get out there we can do the actions we're asking of others to do we can you know lead we can hold the door those things right walk the talk i mean actually absolutely if you go back to sms type stuff that's yeah. uh, safety culture definitely um definitely. absolutely but starting where we have influence may be at home it may be with your your direct supervisor it may be it's it's not being reckless and and thinking or being gullible enough to think that you you can invent this culture and walk in and set it on the ceo or owner's desk and say this is where we need to go that instead where you sit really depends on where you go to work first right i mean and some of it may be grassroots that you're not really getting paid for for a couple of years um it may be a gap that you see right now that you can fix with with one of your people that that report to you or it could be as simple as um sitting down and listening across a department line and fixing a gap but knowing where you have influence and it's different for everyone right i mean yeah and let me just ask you a question though you know in, in depending on the size of the organization we're all over the board with the organizational size this could literally be two people sitting down over lunch break saying hey you want to start a culture committee you know what's involved I mean, in it? Really, it could be really. a corporate initiative right i mean it's all over the now look a lot right of wrong. a lot of associate i mean organizations out there have hr they've you know they've yeah they again you have a culture that's that's the good news bad news uh so if you're not and there's not a real active culture within your group then again you have to start where you have influence if you go in and and start saying our culture sucks here we got to work on it probably not going to get very far yeah right, right. uh 
if you go to HR and say, I want to be an active champion for culture around here, how can I get involved? I bet somebody's going to have five of you to death, you know, like that. That's what I mean is yeah. it's different for every person. You may be wanting to kickstart your culture in a small group at church. You know, you may want to be kickstarting your culture with a, with a sports team that you play on. Like, I can't tell you what it is, but I will say that there's a there again, there's a seat at the table. There's somebody that's doing it and they're on the hook for it. And they would love some help. Wonderful. And then the last one, Jimmy goes hand in hand with this one. And that's really be the example and hold the door because you, you combo a few of the ones we talked about before the first five, you're going to get a little momentum. You're going to get some people, you know, their, their ears perk up a little bit and they're like, what's going on here. And when you get a few people, I always use a, we'll, we'll play it in one of these. Remember the, the Ted talk about being the importance of the first follower, right? Um, there's, there's gold in that and rallying those people and getting them united and, and, beginning really a, a movement starts with you being the movement um, until you get that first follower, that first person that goes, I see what you're doing here. How can I help? Because that is invaluable. Um, you can't be out there talking about it and not walking it. So again, be the example and hold the door because they're coming. And it may take months. It may take a year, but... Well, there's no destination. It's though. a long game. I'm telling you, yeah. it's the longest game. And the work you do now is the is the fruits you may see 18 months from now. And it's hard and it's dirty and it, it's brutal facts. And that's that's the goal of this series, Jim. I love it. I, it's wonderful, James. And, and I'll say this by everybody that's watching this today, probably is on their journey to the first step of getting started because they're engaged and they're watching this. And if they leave here today and go back and say to themselves, how can we do this or say to the HR group or say to another coworker, that's getting started, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, and that's a good feeling to have one under your belt, like you're on the right path. So yeah. James, Come anything on. you want to uh, follow up with here before we, uh, we I, I think it's nice that we're going to do a whole series. We got six episodes. We're going to have some exciting guests come on and join us from throughout the industry. I do know a little bit of prelim of that, which yep. will be exciting. Yeah, I, I just encourage people to to um, listen into this one. Uh, it's a it's a hot topic out there. I, some people would say it's trendy. Sure. I, I would say you're not wrong because we are talking about it. It is trending. I would not say it's trendy. Right. Um, I, I think culture, uh, I think the first book in, in this presentation, it goes back to work culture, goes back to factory culture in 1951. You know, like this is, this is not new stuff. We are just talking about the importance more than ever before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's core fundamentals. Again, it's happening. That's the scary thing. Remember, pay attention, watch the series, because if you're not actively involved, it's still happening. Right. <laughs> so if you needed a reason to tune in, your culture is happening right now while you watch and listen to this, right? That's mind-blowing. Yeah. 
you can either be part of it or you can sit back and watch it go however it goes right so yeah yeah so tune in i i love it i'm this is one of those selfish series for me jimmy yeah, um, I, I can't wait i'm super pumped i want to record them all i could have done this for an hour and a half but uh, I, I will say this you could have gone a week and a half i don't know i've been going five and a half years on it um i will say this though uh tune in obviously but uh if you like this topic this energy this discussion i do this topic uh as a, a speaking engagement so i'd love to talk to you let's get it on the agendas yeah and uh james i will say the passion that you have when you deliver that presentation is dynamic and energetic so yeah that's Shame coming that, from jim shower well that's saying something isn't it so james thank you brother i appreciate it i think this is a great roadmap i'm excited for the series kick, kick start your culture kick start your culture and uh with that, we will see you next time on Coffee with Jim and James. And uh, everybody stay safe. Have a great day.